a service of UK Healthcare, Lexington, Kentucky. Advances and insights. UK Healthcare's Health Talk Radio. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Heart disease is the number one cause of death among women in the United States. More than lung cancer and breast cancer and all the other cancers combined. It causes one in three deaths each year. But a major problem is that women aren't diagnosed until they've had a major event. And the symptoms that they experience are not the same as men. So how do you know if you have heart disease? My guest today is Dr. Gretchen Wells. She's a cardiologist specializing in women's heart health at the University of Kentucky Healthcare. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wells. Tell us about heart disease and how we women have different symptoms than men. Oh, thank you for having me, Melanie. First, uh, women sometimes do have the same symptoms as men, the chest pressure, the classic Hollywood heart attack, if you will. But with women, this can also be a bit more insidious. For example, we may present with some fatigue, shortness of breath, not thinking clearly, symptoms that we want to attribute something else, just the daily stressors of life. But this can be very misleading, and as you pointed out, we don't want to wait until it's too late. So most of the heart disease studies over the years have been done on men. Heart attack studies, all those things, they were all done on men. So now it's sort of the tide is turning a little, and we're learning so much more about the difference in our women. Now, Dr. Wells, what symptoms do you want people to pay attention to? Because as you mentioned, some of those symptoms we women get could be from perimenopause or menopause or stress, anxiety, things we all suffer from because we women are busy and we're caregivers. So what are those big red flags you want women to really pay attention to? Anything out of the ordinary, whether it is chest discomfort, shortness of breath, arm pain, jaw pain, anxiety, Anything that is out of the ordinary should always be checked out. It's great to provide a patient reassuring news, and it's even better to address a problem before it's too late. So anything out of the ordinary, have it investigated. Maybe it is nothing, or maybe it is some psychological stress, but we want to, we're professional worry warts in medicine. We don't want to take any chances. Women tend to be professional worry warts too, so that causes some pains that mimic heart disease. So what tests do you do so that we do find out? We vary the testing for each patient. Some patients, for example, if a woman comes in and has EKG changes, abnormal lab work, we may go directly to a cardiac catheterization. Other times, if the EKG is normal and the symptoms occur with exertion, a stress test may be in order, and there are different types of stress tests depending on the individual characteristics of the woman. Sometimes she may not have symptoms at all, and she wants a risk assessment. That is terrific to get on top of this before any symptoms even occur. Prevention. In that setting, we may do things as, we're not talking about high-tech things here, Something as simple as checking a blood pressure, finding out how much she exercises, checking a cholesterol, discovering how she copes with stress. Does she smoke, for example? Does she eat too much? Those are the type of things that we uh, investigate. And we also have some more high-tech uh, resources available, MRIs and so on, are coming on the horizon and are terrific tools for investigating uh 
small blood vessel disease, if you will. So what do you want women to know about stress, Dr. Wells, and that's con- and its contribution to heart disease? Because we are all trying, we hear about managing our stress, and is there a link between stress and heart disease, and what can we do about that? Absolutely, there's a link. We're only beginning to recently find out more about it. But some stress, of course, is good. It's what gets me out of bed in the morning, but also learning how to cope with this, how to deal with this, and coming up with some creative solution. Daily exercise, for example, is a great way to alleviate stress. And we know that women who exercise, just brisk walking, 30 minutes, five out of seven days a week, reduces your risk of a heart attack by 50%. And that's better than most medications that I can prescribe for you. Well, the American College of Sports Medicine does say that exercise is medicine. So how much exercise, and give us your best prevention tips for heart disease. How much exercise, how long is a piece of string here, but at a minimum, I would say 30 minutes, five out of seven days a week. That is from the nurse's health study. This isn't something I just pulled out of my head. Uh, Some other tips for avoiding heart disease. Stuff your mother always told you, for example. Well, one, of course, would be to pick the right parents. Unfortunately, this does run in some families, such as mine, but... That's an advantage because you know early on I need to take measures to prevent this from happening. But in addition to daily exercise, avoiding tobacco products, keep your blood pressure under control. Know your numbers. Know your blood sugar, for example. And we know our shoe size. We know our bra size. We should know things like our glucose, our blood pressure, our cholesterol, and take measures to keep those within the guidelines. So tell us what women can expect at the Women's Heart Health Program at UK Healthcare, the Gilhart Institute. Well, first of all, we have a personalized risk assessment program for each patient that walks through the door. We meet with the patient individually. We ask lots of questions. We are detectives. And then we come up with what the best prevention and treatment strategy will be for that individual woman. So no two women are alike who come through the door and We recognize that and treat that. And what about the multidisciplinary approach? How do you bring in all of the, because heart disease has so many facets to it, both in treatment, after diagnosis, and prevention. So where does nutrition and, you know, even some anxiety and stress management, where do they all play a role? Absolutely, they do. And we work closely with our colleagues in endocrinology and the treatment of uh, risk factors such as diabetes, thyroid disease, and so on. And we work closely with our nutritionists, with sports medicine experts, with our nurse educators, and we take a true team-based holistic approach. Women prefer that concept. I know I do, and it's been very effective. So where does the role of nutrition play? What do you want women to know about diet and its contribution and or aid in prevention for heart disease. Well, you mentioned earlier that exercise is a medication. Food is, too. And what I like to emphasize are low-fat, well, I shouldn't say low-fat, but the right kinds of fats, for example, peanuts, um, fatty fish, uh, and so on, leafy green vegetables, a Mediterranean approach. It can be fun to go to the store and plan meals and they're not only healthy but they they're good 
to eat, good for you, and fun to plan. And what about when we're thinking of these foods, and of course women, Dr. Wells, we're always obsessed with our weight. What role does weight play in heart disease management? Maintain an ideal body weight. Uh, We don't want you too thin. We And really, I prefer that the woman be healthy more than thin. We do obsess about our weight too much. But as long as the woman is healthy and is within guidelines, I'm satisfied with that. So do you think that we should not worry about our weight quite as much and just worry about being healthy and getting that exercise and eating all of this good variety of foods? Absolutely. Absolutely. Have a colorful plate enjoy it, enjoy your exercise, enjoy your diet, enjoy your life. That's the best medicine. So give us your best advice in just the last minute here for women and heart disease and stress and anxiety and all of these things that come together to contribute to heart disease being the leading cause of death among women in the United States and why they should come to UK Healthcare and the Women's Heart Health Program for their care. Oh, that's a loaded question, but I would start by saying know your numbers, have a risk assessment, eat and drink in moderation, exercise some every day, have periodic assessments to determine what your risk are, your risk changes throughout your life, and stay on top of these, and most of all, enjoy every minute. That is great advice. And for more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. You're listening to Advances and Insights with UK Healthcare in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.